Welcome to Vision Sunday 2020. It's a Sunday where we look back at all that God has done in the previous year, and then we look forward to what we see God leading us into the next. And yet we have this year that we've had. How many have realized it's been a bit of a challenging year? And it doesn't seem to be going away yet. But what we have is this pattern in Scripture of whenever you're facing challenging times, the way that you move forward with steel in your spine is you look back to the faithfulness of God and it will give you strength for he will be faithful still in your future. We have this. And so I, I put that before you today that, that no matter where you find yourselves, maybe you're doing great today, fantastic. Maybe, uh, maybe a week from now you won't be. And so what you need to do is to have confidence for the future, you look back on the faithfulness of God in the past and it carries you through. And so what we wanted to do today in light of the year that we're in is we felt like it'd be worthwhile to follow that pattern we find in Scripture. You know, you see the Israelites, they put up these memorial stones to remind them of how God went before them, how he helped them cross the Red Sea and the Jordan River. And, and so all of these patterns we have. And so what we want to do today is, is we had launched something called Kingdom Builders three years ago, and we felt like it'd be worthwhile to look back and to celebrate everything that God has done through us, what he's allowed us to be a part of, in the last three years. Where did Kingdom Builders come from? It came out of a conversation we had with previously pastors of Connection Point Church. And, and as we talked with these pastors, with Bill McKee and, and with Don Austin and, and Ted and Sue Bruss, what we realized is what God has been doing through this church for 36 years is he's been advancing this church locally. He's been advancing this church globally through missions, and he's been advancing this church in the hearts of next generation leaders. And so these lead pastors, they saw it was important to invest this way in local church expansion and missions and in next generation. And, and so we took that as the task before us. So in the last three years, we collectively together have seen God bring in $870,000 to advance his kingdom. Isn't that awesome? That's what you've been a part of. You've been a part of seeing God advance his kingdom locally and globally and with our next generation leaders. And, and so that's the question this morning. How? What are the details? What are the specifics? How have we seen God's kingdom advance? And what we've seen is we've seen it advance through local church expansion. We really have seen that happen. So we kicked off Kingdom Builders 2017 by adding a second entrance to our parking lot, our property. So you maybe have used that sometimes. We added a second entrance and we added some parking pretty much for volunteers, so that would help us as we, as we do two services. And, and I'm sure you realize we're going to have to get back to that at some point, right? All the people in the overflow rooms realize we'll get back to that. And so that helps us make sure that we're not limited by what we have here. And so that was our start in 2017. But what else has happened? We've invested in our kids' areas in big ways. We've added kids' check-in stations and basketball goals. That helps us as we do that mega sports camp in the summer. So we remodeled, a lot of you know, we remodeled the preschool and big backyard areas this last year. And uh, so that's been huge for us. And I love that kids are enjoying that right now in this moment. So what did we do? We put up washable vinyl in Kids Cove classrooms, the preschool classrooms, and in our infants and toddlers hallway. We painted the Kids Cove classrooms. We talked about this. Like there's paint from surgical rooms that kills bacteria. Isn't that awesome that that's in our kids' spaces? Like kids, lick the walls, have a good time. <laughs> we installed a playset that can be easily cleaned. We added sinks 
to, to help us with extra hand washing stations. So it was really cool as we had these dollars from last year and then the summer said, and what kind of adjustments should we make for the times that we're in? And we were able to do it in a moment before we reopened kids' spaces. What else has happened? So we added a volunteer area to serve those who are serving our kids. We love that we get to serve our volunteers who invest in our kids. So many things that we've done. And I love that kids are learning about a God who loves them right now. Isn't that awesome? They're in there. They're doing it. So that's what we get to be a part of. What else have we done? We've annually provided either backpacks full of school supplies or backpacks of food to go home with kids on weekends. Isn't that great? Every year through Kingdom Builders, we've provided car seats for local families. We have helped, in the last three years, over 225 families with benevolence requests. Praise the Lord. It's a lot of families have been able to help through our food pantry. Again, something else we're supporting through Kingdom Builders. We have served a lot of people in our food pantry through Kingdom Builders in the last three years. How many? 9,000 people. Isn't that awesome? Praise the Lord for that. A lot has happened in local church expansion through this church the last three years. And what has this investment translated into? Because you know what? They're dollars, but it's really never dollars. It's people. What we're going after is people. People have been empowered to make a difference with their lives through Holy Spirit baptism. Almost 50 people have made a declaration to follow King Jesus in water baptism. They've done that up here. Isn't that amazing? And now, how many people have made decisions to follow Jesus? Are you ready for it? How many people? 110 people have made decisions to follow Jesus. Praise the Lord. People who were lost but now are found. People whose eternal destiny has been forever changed. May we never take that for granted. May we never take that lightly. Connection Point Church has advanced locally. But how else? We've seen God's kingdom advance with our next generation leaders. It's been amazing to see that. In the past several years, we've done a number of things to invest in our next generation leaders. We sent a team of young adults to Amman, Jordan, to work with our Live Dead Church Planting Training Center there. We also sent a team to Istanbul, Turkey, to serve along our global partners there. And here's what's really cool. One of the young adults who went on that trip has now been funded and is being sent back to that region this month. Isn't that awesome? We've sent our graduating seniors to Morocco a couple of times to work with our global partners, Chris and Carol, who are doing a great work in North Africa. We've invested in others. So, you know, we've taken those trips through Connection Point, but sometimes we get requests from some of our young adults saying, hey, I, I have a heart to go to Cuba. Could you help get behind us? So Elizabeth Crane, we helped her go do water filters in Cuba and share Jesus in homes. Our next generation leaders have been able to experience firsthand what it means to reach the unreached in difficult places. They get to do it hands-on. They've had opportunity to see what a difference their lives can make all around the world. So God's kingdom has advanced through local church expansion. It has advanced through next-generation leaders, but it has also advanced in global missions. So God's kingdom has been advancing through missions. Annually, we host global partners on our mission weekends. I hope you've been able to participate in those weekends. It's been great to host them. That happens because of Kingdom Builders. Every year, we also support the, the work of Chi Alpha on the Purdue campus. How many are thankful for Chi Alpha? <laughs> Praise God. 
We want to see the campus of Purdue reached, and Chi Alpha helps make that happen. We've also been supporting local ministries like Matrix and Gifts of Grace, but we're also reaching the world. And so going back to 2017, when we first started, we started that in a number of ways. We did that by buying 20,000 copies of the Jesus story to help facilitate a disciple-making movement happening in the Middle East. I mean, we're talking Israel and Jordan and Lebanon and Syria, all of these places. If you were here last September, you got to hear from one of our global partners as he shared how this movement has taken off, not just in the Middle East, but all around the world. And you were a part of that. It's amazing. In 2017, we helped establish a health care clinic in Tibet. We helped set up transitional housing for orphans in Africa. We provided training materials for pastors in the Czech Republic. We helped support Chi Alpha training seminars throughout Indonesia. So we support Chi Alpha here and on the other side of the world. We helped set up a water filtration system in the Dominican Republic. In 2017, we gave $50,000 to help plant the church in Iraq. That's amazing. We're in Iraq today. So one of the things we did as part of preparing for the, the message and, and service today is we asked, hey, give us an update. So let's hear from our global partners who are in Iraq today. Hey there, Connection Point. We are Austin and Katie Young, and we are your Live Dead team leaders serving here in southern Iraq. Uh, we've been on the ground for about two years now, and our teammates joined us about a year ago. And really, since our arrival, uh, it has just been crisis on top of crisis, on top of crisis, on top of crisis. Uh, anything from violence, kind of violent protests, to uh, gun shootouts in the streets, to nations on the brink of war, and now, of course, uh, a worldwide pandemic. But we are still here, <laughs> and we're doing well. Yeah. And, you know, like when the pandemic hit, as, as so many of you know, it, it's changed everything. And so our team has had to get creative with what engagement looks like with locals. Um, one of the things we've started doing is using some digital means, uh, some social media, some messaging applications to put both um, truth proclamations, you know, saying what the scriptures say, what the Lord's been doing in our lives um, and, and engaging locals that way so that we could still continue to sow broadly. Um, praise the Lord. Since we've started doing that, um, our team has actually given out more copies of the scripture uh, since we arrived. Um, so even though that's been a, a little bit of an adjustment for us, we've seen some, some encouraging um, motion from it. Yeah, and so uh, in the last few months, we are so thankful that our English Language Center has been able to reopen again after being closed for a number of months. And though there are restrictions due to the virus, uh, we're excited to be interacting with Iraqis again on a regular basis. Please pray for these connections. Um, right now, obviously at the center, we're at a little bit of a distance social distancing and masks and everything else. Um, but we need prayer that these relationships will carry over into meaningful relationships. Although most people are not having visitors over at their house, we're praying that these relationships will turn into meaningful digital relationships in which we can share the gospel with our students. 
Yeah. And with the pandemic and all the changes, I guess we've really recently been kind of settling into the idea that uh, this is becoming a, a new normal for us. Um, and, and that's true for a lot of people in the world. So we've been kind of adjusting what our goals as a team would be. That, that doesn't mean that we've changed anything about our mission to plant churches. Our mission is very much still the same, um, but we're establishing new methods so that we might arrive at the same place. Um, so we just pray with us. We pray that uh, we'll be guided by the spirit as we continue to search for creative ways to engage Iraqis so that we might be a part of beginning a movement of churches here in southern Iraq. Yeah, and we know you guys are aware of the concept of broad sowing, of sowing the gospel seed widely so that we can find people who are interested in the gospel. And and one of the things that we really are considering as a team, as a serious way to move forward in light of this pandemic, is um, partnering with a strong media ministry. So over the next few months, um, we would really like to find a media ministry that will be focused on our area and deliberately target this specific people group um, that we live amongst and then pass along contacts to us. And we have been receiving a few here and there from different um, media ministries who are, are, are sewing very broadly across the whole Arab world and they'll get like one or two from here. But we really are praying for a partnership of someone who can sew uh, specifically in our area so that those would be passed along to us. We want a wide net to be cast in Southern Iraq. And we know that God is moving in the hearts of people around us. So we just want to be connected with them, find them, disciple them, raise them up and plant some churches. Yeah, so we just ask you to join us in prayer for that. Would you pray specifically that in the next six months um, that we'd be able to find, um, potentially create some of the media um, to go alongside with this media ministry, but that there'd be a good match between what our team is looking for to find those those types of numbers so that we might be broadly sowing and investing in, in locals um, and that we would be able to move forward with that in the next six months. Yeah, so we're just so um, thankful for everything you guys are doing at Connection Point to sow into the kingdom around the world and to build the Lord's kingdom in some of the darkest places like Southern Iraq. Uh, Continue to pray, continue to believe that God is going to be planting churches here in the near future, that we're going to see just a huge gospel movement among Iraqis. Thank you guys so much. We love you. Thanks. Amen. Can we thank them? Their team is growing, relationships are increasing, they're on a great path to see the church established strongly in Iraq. Uh, So thanks for being a part of that. It was 2017, 2018, what did we get behind? So what we did is we continued supporting local distribution of the Bible through the Gideons. We helped support a kids' ministry center in Ireland. We supported a church planning training center in Mali, North Africa. We purchased fire Bibles for kids in Vanuatu. We supported a training center for local pastors in Ecuador. We helped fund farming initiatives for rural villages in China to share the good news of the kingdom there. And then in 2017, we invested in some global partners who were going to plant the church in Saudi Arabia, the heart of Islam. Isn't it awesome we're there? So let's hear from them. Hello, Connection Point Church. We love Pastor Zach and Shelley Maddox. We are so thankful for your prayers. Thank you that through Kingdom Builders, you give to Saudi Arabia. God is doing some wonderful things here, things that weren't possible just even a few years ago. 
We celebrated our first baptism a few weeks ago, and that's now led to the start of a first little house church. And I'm here with my buddy Sam, and he wants to say hi to you. Hello, my friends. I'm Sam here. I'm one of the converted Christians, one of the new believers. I'm one of the fruit of your prayers. I really thank you for your prayers. I'm very happy to know that someone actually prayed for us. I would love to thank you for that. We're just so grateful for what you do for Saudi Arabia. Thank you for those prayers. Thank you for that giving. Thank you, Kingdom Builders. Thank you very much. When we talk about Kingdom Builders, I, I said we're not talking about dollars. I want you to remember that face. I'm the fruit of your prayers. Look, if that doesn't grab a hold of your heart, there's something wrong with you. I'm the fruit of your prayers. That's it. We're reaching the Williams of West Lafayette and we're reaching the Sams of Saudi Arabia. Isn't that awesome? Praise the Lord for that. Last year, so that was 2017, 2018, so Iraq and Saudi and all of these places and we're highlighting them on the map. That map's filling up, right? That's awesome. And then last year, we advanced God's global kingdom in a number of ways. Uh, We got to hear about a family serving in Turkey. If you got to watch the the documentary, Dying Out Loud, if you didn't, go back and watch it. Man, will that touch your heart. And so we were invited to be a part of reaching the region that they serve in. We continued support of the disciple-making movement that's happening in the Middle East. We also helped support a community center in Spain. So I want you to hear from some of these other partners from last year in particular. So let's hear about Spain. Hello there, Connection Point Church. We're Sean and Deborah Galgan, your missionaries in Granada, Spain. One week before we went into quarantine this past spring, we found out that we were going to have to move out of our current location. And we didn't know what would happen. We prayed a lot. And um, nine weeks later, when we got back into our space, we found out that we would have to move quickly. But the Lord had gone before us. And um, we can say that God did an amazing miracle for us and provided for us the space that we're now in right now, which is just a couple doors down on the very same street as our old ministry center. It's a beautiful space, and um, we, we just are so grateful at what the Lord has done. So we have a great space on the same street. It's actually slightly cheaper, about 50 euros cheaper a month. And uh, in this community center, Um, We bless our city. Every week we have students and families, people who have never heard the gospel presented for come through these doors. And it's because of churches like Connection Point Church. And we are so grateful for your generosity. And this year, uh, this unexpected move, uh, that your gift uh, really enabled us to do this and do this successfully. And praise the Lord. God has answered our prayers. And we're so grateful to you. God bless you. We love you all. Thank you. Amen. We're reaching Spain. We participated in an outreach to China, and we got to hear from our guest in July that shared about that. We, we helped support a kids' feeding and discipleship center in South Africa, so let's hear from our partners there. Good morning, Connection Point Church. This is missionary Chris Stubbs. My family and I are missionaries in South Africa. Just sending a short video to say thank you. Uh, Thank you for your generosity. A few months ago, you gave towards uh, a feeding program that we partner with here in South Africa. And just wanted to give a quick update uh, on what's being done with those finances. 
we partner with uh, a local pastor who runs a feeding program. And uh, that money was such a blessing during uh, this time of COVID. We, we uh, use some of it to help buy food parcels, uh, to help support the pastor as they were uh, going through COVID issues, uh, help support the children and the families. Uh, she wasn't able to feed during that time, but what we did do was help uh, get uh, food parcels together, which had a few staples, and then she would hand them out, would pray for people in the community, and would hand them out. And so uh, because of your generosity, we've been able to help families during this uh, season of difficulty and just wanted to send a short video to say thank you, to give you an update, uh, to say thank you for your prayers, thank you for your support, thank you for everything that you do. What you do in, in Indiana, in West Lafayette, matters in South Africa. You are, are touching the world through your generosity, and we want to say thank you. May God bless you, and may continue to use you uh, to touch uh, believers in the church around the world and, and take the name of Jesus into places where it isn't yet. So may God bless you. Thank you so very much. Amen. We're reaching South Africa. And then last year, we also got to help with Asia Pacific with the Stay Fund. You know, it's been a challenge for a lot of the global partners to remain on the field. And so we got to get behind a fund that kept global partners there. This is a great time for global partners to remain where they're at, right? And so we got to get behind that. Let's hear from Jeff. Hey, Connection Point Church, Pastor Zach, Jeff Hartensfeld here, Regional Director for Asia Pacific Missions. And... I just wanted to give you a quick update on the Asia Pacific Stay Fund. You know, during these times of COVID and the pandemic, it's just been unprecedented, the, the hardships and difficulties that our missionaries have gone through. Uh, many of them since March have been locked down in their countries and in some cases even unable to come home. The Stay Fund was started by me because in many cases, our missionaries have faced some very difficult times financially, and the Stay Fund was a fund of money that I've been using to address underfunded missionary accounts. So you can just imagine missionaries on the field whose accounts have gone down because of the pandemic, and then having no ability to come home and raise more funds or you know, making appeals to uh, donors that are also in a difficult time financially. So we've been able to use the stay fund in many cases to make sure that families, missionaries, and others have been able to still receive their salary, uh, buy their food when they can. Um, again, these are unprecedented times, but uh, you guys have made a huge difference with the Asia Pacific Stay Fund, and they are staying in place all around Asia Pacific, and we want to thank you for that, and God bless you guys. Amen. So in the past three years, Connection Point Church has advanced God's kingdom in the greater Lafayette area, across the U.S., in China, Tibet, Vanuatu, Indonesia, Ecuador, Dominican Republic, Mali, South Africa, Madagascar, Ireland, Czech Republic, Spain, Israel, Jordan, Lebanon, Syria, Turkey, Tajikistan, Iraq, and Saudi Arabia. Isn't that awesome? And you know what? We have been blessed to be a blessing. And I'm so thankful that I'm a part of a church that, that lives that out. 
So together we've been a part of advancing God's kingdom locally, globally, and in the hearts of our next generation leaders. But the question is, and what is God doing now? What we just celebrated could not have been done by any one person in this congregation, right? It takes all of us together to see those things happen. Together, we've been able to see God's kingdom advance in the greater Lafayette area and all around the world. But more than that, the stage has been set for a great awakening. We talked about this in the spring, and now the world is absolutely primed for a move of God. And not just in our area, not just in our state, not just in this nation, but globally. Globally, the world is primed for a move of God. Together, we can see the good news of Jesus shared in every network and every nation that exists today. I firmly believe that. Represented just in our congregation alone are people from all kinds of networks or tribes, businessmen and women, Purdue employees, factory workers, farmers, African Americans, whites, Latinos, people from various nations, people from various backgrounds in education and wealth, liberals and conservatives, people from different generations. The list goes on and on, and that's just in our congregation. We know it. Sociologists have pointed out that our society has moved from industrial age to information age, and now it's moving to something called the networked age. The network age is coming into being because of the digital network, the information age that's caused us to be more connected than ever before. I mean, consider this. Are you a part of a network? Do you belong to a a public or private group on Facebook? Do you belong to virtual groups on LinkedIn? Do you regularly meet with groups of friends or colleagues and discuss, discuss life or weather or politics or just the world in general? Do you do that? See, the point is, we are all already in networks, and the connectivity of the information age makes it much easier for those networks to grow and thrive. That's the world we live in today. We are becoming a global network of networks and nations. And connectivity, it brings benefits, like the ability for me to go on Amazon, click order, and it could be at my door tomorrow. That's amazing. But it also creates instability, because when something goes wrong in a place like Wuhan, which most people didn't know about before last year, it can affect the whole world. When George Floyd was killed in Minnesota, within weeks, people are demonstrating in Australia. We are connected today. The world is more connected than it's ever been. But the interesting thing about a networked world is the crisis-rich environment because of networks being unstable. We've seen this time and time again, even in the church. For some time, the default has been for people to be in their networks and they bring that agenda into the church environment. But the problem is we're meant to be, have our own network, this group, this people of God group that influences every other network we're invited to. Does that make sense this morning? It's not that those networks influence the church. No, no, no. It's that the church as your primary network now influences all of your secondary networks. That's the direction it's meant to go. But what does the enemy want to do? The enemy is trying to use this networked world in which we live to advance his agenda. But I've got news for you this morning. God will advance his instead. That's what God does. 
God is ultimately in control. And somebody needs to hear that today. You're not sure of that, but I'm telling you, God is in control. It might seem like things are unsteady or unstable. And guess what? God takes that for his purposes. He's always done it. So you don't need to worry about tomorrow. God knows the future. And I truly believe he's bringing things together for a move of God, unlike this world has ever seen. I believe it today. Have you ever wondered why Jesus came when he did? You ever thought about that? Why did Jesus come to this Middle Eastern place? Why did he come 2,000 years ago when he did? There's a reason for that. God knows his best timing. God knows it. And that the reason, there's many reasons, but one of those is because of a technology called the Roman road. 75,000 miles of roadway helped move armies, people, and goods across the Roman Empire to advance Rome's agenda. These roads help unify a melting pot of cultures, races, and institutions. But I'm here to tell you what Rome meant for its purposes, God took for his own. Peter, John, Philip, Thomas, Paul, all these early believers, they used these roads to advance God's kingdom all throughout the Roman Empire. God took those roads that man meant for their advancement, and he took it for his. Jesus came at a time, at that time in history, where the world was more connected than it ever had been because of the Roman road. And now here we sit, on the back end of the information age, moving into a networked age, and the entire world is more closely connected than it's ever been. And all it will take, all it's going to take is a remnant, a small group of deeply devoted believers somewhere on this planet to authentically be set on fire for Jesus and a move of God could sweep around the world. That's all it's going to take. Just as we've seen a pandemic touch on some level every household in the world, we could see the good news of Jesus reach every person on this planet if believers somewhere would dedicate themselves to God. And what I say is, why not here and why not us? Why not here and why not us? The world is ready for a move of God, a great awakening, and together we can be a part of it. But how? That's the question. So I'm going to put before you a couple things. We can be a part of the next great awakening together. So this is a together thing. Together through life groups. So starting uh, next week, we're going to kick off a year-long message series on Better Together. We want to create a firm foundation. One of the things we've seen in the last several months is, is the foundation upon which people built their life. It became unsteady. Because a lot of us maybe had more sand in the foundation than rock. And now Jesus wants to remove the sand and insert himself. And so what we want to do is we wanted to walk through this understanding that Christianity is Christ and the church is community. And we need to know about Jesus and his view on all things. So we want to run through Jesus and Scripture. That's where we're going to start. Jesus and Scripture. Jesus and end times. Jesus and politics. Jesus and marriage. Jesus and race. Jesus and suffering. And so many topics like these. And so what we want to do is walk through this series together and be firm on who Jesus is and who we are in his kingdom. So what we're going to do is we want to put people in life groups so they can discuss these weekly messages we have to move. Here's the thing. We have to move beyond hearing something and going about our lives to not only hearing, but then applying it. 
And that happens best in community where people hold you accountable to the standard that the Holy Spirit is impressing upon your heart. So those life groups will have group discussion and follow-up to make this happen. The world we live in needs to see transformed people living the word of God. A great awakening requires a group of deeply devoted followers of Jesus to live like him and lead others in the same. I was praying this morning because I'll tell you this, a great awakening won't happen in this room. It's going to happen in somebody's home. That's just the way it goes. You look at the history of great awakenings, that's where it happens. So I was in prayer this morning and saying, Jesus, I need you to set a life group on fire. I don't care which one, just set a life group on fire in Jesus' name. And the Lord impressed upon my heart, youth and young adults, it needs to be you. We need a generation to be set on fire for Jesus that leads other generations in his name. So youth and young adults, I need you to press into God and you need to show these older generations what it is to follow Jesus. I'm convinced of it. So youth leaders and young adult leaders, lead our next generation leaders in devotion to Jesus. Our goal is to equip you to bring the good news of Jesus to your secondary networks. That's what we want to do. So the question for you this morning is, will you be a part? Will you be a part of those groups? And if you and I would be committed to bringing Jesus to our personal networks, instead of bringing our secondary networks agenda into the church, collectively we could see every network in the greater Lafayette area reached. I know it. This is absolutely possible. This is absolutely attainable. It's not even difficult, except that it requires devotion on our parts. And here's why this matters, because if God can set a corner of this world on fire for him, he can set the world on fire. He can do it today. And so again, I put before you, why not here and why not us? We want to be prepared for the next great move of God by getting people into life groups so we can all be equipped to bring Jesus to the networks we live in. We also want to prepare for an awakening through local church expansion. We can be part of the next great awakening as we continue with what the Lord has put before this church in local church expansion. This year is part of Kingdom Builders. It's our desire to extend our reach and increase our in-person and online engagement. So we're trying to do that even now. So bigger reach and better engagement. That's what we're going after. So we're doing this. We've already started doing some of these things. Uh, Purchasing kids curriculum that helps us not only with the families who are here in person, but all of our families who are still online because we want to reach you no matter where you're at. We're upgrading our music and production technology so we can reach people better online. We're starting to do some of those things. And we're purchasing cleaning equipment to make our in-person gatherings for you to have greater confidence for those. Uh, We're going to put together a video sometime soon to show you here's things that we're doing when you're not in the building so that you can feel safe when you're here too. We want to be prepared for the next great move of God by reaching people where they're at and by being better equipped for in-person gatherings too. But we also want to be a part through missions. Look, it was amazing as I was compiling all the things that God has been doing through this church the last several years. And yet the opportunities continue for us to touch the world. This year, what are we going to do? We're going to help support a Live Dead training center in Kyrgyzstan. What does this center do? It reaches the Silk Road, the countries like Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan, Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan, and Kakistan. Did you guys even know there's that many stands? That's who they're reaching, and we get to be a part of that. And so in this training center, we get to reach an entire region. We'll also help with the Teen Challenge Addiction Recovery Center in the Czech Republic. We'll support a church in Thailand who's reaching their Muslim neighbor. 
We'll get behind a sports ministry in the Dominican Republic. We'll be part of outreach in China. We'll invest in curriculum that's being created to help reach Muslims in Africa. And we're going to continue our support of local ministries like Purdue Chi Alpha, Lafayette Urban Ministry, Trinity Mission, Gifts of Grace, Matrix, and others. We want to be prepared for the next great move of God through local church expansion and missions. And we want to do it with our next generation leaders too. We can be part of the next great awakening as we reach our next generation leaders. I've shared this before, but maybe you've not heard of that 50% of the population of West Lafayette is between the ages of 18 and 24. Now, we know Purdue has a lot to do with that, but that's still a lot of young adults, right? So if that's the demographic that we live in, it is incumbent upon us to make sure we're investing in next-generation leaders. So this year, it's our desire to send a group of young adults to, to Israel to work with the Live Dead Church Planning Training Center there. We want to continue our senior trips to Morocco. We have to keep an eye on things, but that's what we're going after. No matter what, we will invest in our next-generation leaders. We know that we will. We can be a part of the next great awakening by joining the Life Group and becoming a Kingdom Builder. That's the simple takeaway today. You want to be part of the next great awakening? Join a Life Group, be a part of Kingdom Builders. And you're going to change your life and the lives of people around you and around the world. So what we want to do this morning is, is we always like to kick off our year in Kingdom Builders by taking up an offering. That's kind of a first fruits offering. Here's our, here's our initial commitment, and we're going to go after more the rest of the year. So there's a giving slide behind me in ways that you can give. We took up an offering earlier today. But if you'd like to give to Kingdom Builders today, to say, I want to invest today and, and get behind that, you can do that online. You can do that with text to give. You can do it with the black boxes in the back. And, and of course, we do send home monthly an offering envelope that you can also give that way as well. But my encouragement is help change the world be a kingdom builder. You can do so by, by investing in kingdom builders and then by advancing the church locally, globally, and with our next generation. And then I'd like to encourage you. So we're going to do this right now. So obviously sign up for this year for groups. is a little bit different. We're trying to avoid passing out papers and other things. So we typically would never tell you this, but today, get out your smartphone and tablet. Go ahead. It's okay. Get out your smartphone and tablet. We want you to go to connectionpointchurch.org. Our life groups are live. They're there for you to sign up for. We've got young adult life groups. We've got lots of adult life groups. Youth kicks off their life groups this week. So my encouragement, go ahead right now. We're giving you permission. You can be distracted this morning. Get out your smartphone, get out your tablet. You can sign up. If you don't have those with you today, we'll have people to help you at the Main Street Theater. And you can go there after we close today to sign up for a life group. They have those meeting all throughout the week. Sunday through Friday. I'm not sure if we have any on Saturday. They meet at different times. They meet in different places all throughout the greater Lafayette area. But our encouragement is, if you want to be a part of the next great move of God, it's important to be a part of a life group, and it's important to be a kingdom builder. So we want you to do both of those things today. And I'm going to invite you to stand as we close in song this morning. As you stand... I guess I'd like to close with an encouraging word. And I would hope that this whole message today has been encouraging. God is doing awesome things. If he's been faithful in the past, he will be faithful in the future. If he has used us in the past, he'll use us in the future, so long as we remain devoted to him. And that's what's before us today. And I know some of you are concerned about life because of the uncertain times that we're living in. We're living in a crisis-rich environment. We know that we are. 
The networked world in which we live, it fosters those kinds of environments. But here's the good news. When you look at the history of spiritual awakenings, they almost always occur after a crisis. Almost always. So crisis precedes great awakening. So here's the good news about crisis. We're ready for a great awakening. We're ready for it. God is ready to move and we can move with them. So let's be a part of that move together. I wonder, every Tuesday afternoon, I'm gonna be in the prayer room praying for our life groups because I'm asking God, set one on fire. I don't care who, but set one on fire and then set them all on fire. And then set the greater Lafayette area on fire. Set our nation and then the world. Because Jesus, we know that you're, you're ready to move and we want to be prepared with them. So let's close in song and celebrate that we get to be a part of God's move today.